The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. I'm so glad you are able to join me today. The main text for today is taken from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 8 to 11. We want to remind you, friends, of the trouble we had in the province of Asia. The burdens laid upon us were so great and so heavy that we gave up all hope of staying alive. We felt that the death sentence had been passed on us, but this happened so that we should rely not on ourselves, but only on God, who raises the dead. From such terrible dangers of death He saved us, and will save us, and we have placed our hope in Him that He will save us again as you help us by means of your prayers for us. So it will be that the many prayers for us will be answered, and God will bless us, and many will raise their voices to him in thanksgiving for us. Let us pray. Divine Father, I thank you once more for this privilege that you have given to me to bring your word to the world. Lord, I ask that you illuminate the understanding of my listeners today and you sanctify, O God, the sound of my voice so that as I speak, Lord, I will speak as an oracle of God. Lord, I pray that you bring peace to our hearts today, even in these difficult times that we all, your children, will have good courage in times of distress. And I thank you, Father, because you are still in the business of answering prayers. All of this, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The title of this podcast is have good courage in distress have good courage in distress my friends having good courage in distress is so important because the scar of the affliction you have is a testimony to your faith in god Many of us bear scars of distresses such as physical, emotional, and sometimes spiritual that appear insurmountable. 
and lead us to wonder whether we would have to live with them till the end. My brothers and my sisters, the very sense of the feeling that you are in it alone is terrible. But may I encourage you today that you are not alone. Many of your brothers and sisters have been through the valley of distress and they came out on the other side because they understood that the scars of their afflictions were the testimonies to the faith they have in their God. The reason a Christian may have problem with his or her scar is because the idea in some quarters that once you give your life to Jesus Christ, you are automatically exempted from pains. So if you have pain or any type of trouble, then something must be wrong with your profession of faith. But let me challenge that notion today by showing you from the scripture what Christianity's foremost evangelist had to say in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 8 to 12. He says this, We are pressed on every side, but we still have room to move. We are often in much trouble but we never give up. People make it hard for us, but we are not left alone. We are knocked down, but we are not destroyed. We carry marks on our bodies that show the death of Jesus. This is how Jesus makes his life seen in our bodies. Every day of our life, we face death because of Jesus. In this way, his life is seen in our bodies. Death is working in us because we work for the Lord. But his life is working in you. Friends in Christ, does this passage sound to you like it should in the life of a modern Christian? The answer you give to the question will determine how exactly you understand Christianity. However, my view is that the Apostle Paul, in spite of everything, understands following Jesus Christ from the place of knowing and sharing in the fellowship of his suffering, which some Christians detest and obviously detached from what they understand to be Christianity today. By detaching suffering from Christianity is to reformulate and redesign our own acceptable type of Christianity. But friends, such forms of Christianity would not stand the test of time when the chips are down, when trials come, when trouble come your way. Today the whole world, as you know it, is in distress. 
the rich, the poor, in the rich or poor country, regardless of social and religious status. We have been forced to come face to face with the realities of our own helplessness and the ephemerality of this present world. And we must, as a matter of fact, determine whether we truly believe in Jesus Christ as we claim. And as we scramble to employ every necessary means to connect with one another in this time of distress. The point of this podcast today is to bring to your kind attention the importance of having good courage in the time of distress, in times of trouble, in times of trials, in times of temptation, This is because it is only when the courage we have is good and when our attitude to our trials are positive that we can truly overcome and have the peace that Jesus Christ promised us. Jesus says this in John's Gospel chapter 14 verse 27. I am leaving you peace. I'm giving you my peace. I don't give you the kind of peace that the world gives. So don't be troubled or cowardly. You see, my brothers and sisters, peace is not the absence of trouble, but is the state of your mind in times of trouble. So you see, my brothers and sisters, that you must have courage and not just courage for the sake of it but good courage our main text today brings us frontally with the fact of what exemplary christianity is in the light of the apostle paul's second letter to the church at corinth and you find this in 2 corinthians chapter 1 verse 8 to 11 and the message bible renders it in this way we don't want you in the dark friends about how hard it was when all this came down on us in asia province it was so bad we didn't think we were going to make it we felt like we did been sent to death row that it was all over for us as it turned out it was the best thing that could have happened instead of trusting in our own strength or wits to get out of it we were forced to trust god totally not a bad idea since he is the god who raises the dead and he did it rescued us from certain doom and he will do it again, rescuing us as many times as we need rescuing. You and your prayers are part of the rescue operation. I don't want you in the dark about that either. I can see your faces even now, lifted in praise for God's deliverance of us. A rescue in which your prayers played such a crucial part. 
clearly these wonderful words of exhortation intensifies the true essence of Christianity in that while it is a fact that we are not exempted from suffering, the principal lesson when we do suffer is that God who so loved us is on hand to deliver us from affliction. All of us. However, more importantly, it is for us to learn pure lesson. This is Numa Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. Of total dependency made manifest by our vulnerability. This is the truth we cannot afford to ignore. Reading through this passage, it is difficult not to notice that the Apostle Paul and his companions had real challenging times in the province of Asia, even though he was not graphic about the experience. It is easy to recreate his storyline from reading Luke's version of the narrative in the book of Acts chapter 19 and 20. In considering the context to which the Apostle Paul wrote, it's important to understand the nature of the city of Ephesus, which he referred to as Asia province. At that time, Ephesus was a prominent hub for occultic practices with its celebrated temple of the goddess Artemis, patron and protector of young girls. In addition, Ephesus was no different from our contemporary society. It was a city of insatiable consumerism and corruption in their commercial dealings. There could have been many reasons for the sufferings of the Apostle Paul and his companions in Ephesus to inform his writing of the letter to uh, the Corinthian church as we can glean from several sources which include but not limited to how hard they had to work earn a living by making tents prepare to share the word of god pray uh, and to preach to hostile audience and of course the rapidity of their daily routine which probably could have left them fatigued so there are so many things that could have warranted this letter to the Corinthian church. In spite of all of these vices, the growing influence of Christianity was unmistakable in the city of Ephesus, which in turn raises opposition to Paul's ministry as he was seen as a threat to their supposedly unrestrained freedom because the arrival of the gospel of Jesus Christ into Ephesus brought a shift in the paradigm of this city and society. So much so that it impacted on their enterprise and soon the whole city was thrown into confusion as a result of Paul's preaching. Paul and his companion left the city quietly to avoid being mobbed 
all at once thrown into the arena for wild beasts to feast on. Were we to undergo such experience today, we would have been left distressed and needing post-traumatic stress disorder syndrome treatment, or maybe abandon the mission entirely. But Paul is not one that gives up so easily. And friends, you too should not give up so easily because of what you see around you today. It's all part of the package. We have been called to this. You and I have been called to this. You may not be a preacher, but you must be a witness. Witness for Jesus Christ. Again, here is what the Apostle Paul wrote in uh, the book of Philippians chapter 3 verse 12 to 14. I am not saying that I have this all together, that I have made it, but I am well on my way, reaching out for Christ who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I have got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I am off and running and I am not turning back. Wow, I love this. A man who is focused, a man who knows where he's going. My dear brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, when you have your minds made up to follow Jesus Christ, your singular focus would be to glorify God in your body, in your soul, and in your spirit. And nothing can break you regardless of trials and temptations you may encounter along the way. And you would have good courage to look to the future armed with the knowledge that the scar of the affliction you have is a testimony to your faith in God. But courage would not have come to Paul and his companion easily if they had failed to self-appraise. It is so easy to live in denial about what is happening around you, around us, and in the world. But not the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul and his friends confronted their realities. Paul writes in verses number 89 of our main text. He says, It was so extreme that it was beyond our ability to endure. We even wondered if we could go on living. In fact, we still feel as if we are under death sentence, but we suffered so that we would stop trusting ourselves and learn to trust God. And I wonder though, if any of you listening to this podcast today have ever been in that place where you doubted yourself so much. The existence of God in your situation? Or something else? Or whether you are a Christian in the first instance? Well, I have been there many, many times. And I'm probably going to be there again because that is part of the journey that we are on. 
one thing that give me comfort is that my suffering would result in my testimony to others about our ever-present God, about the God whom I have come to know, whom I have come to believe. My brothers and sisters in Christ, whenever you feel you have reached your limit, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, always be aware of the presence of God near you. Paul said again in verse number 10 of our main text, He has rescued us from a terrible death, and He will rescue us in the future. We are confident that He will continue to rescue us. God does not break His promise. God always will help us, will always be there in our pain, in our valleys, in our mountain tops, he will be there and he's ready to rescue us. Although not the way we would like to see sometimes because our ways are never God's own way. So no matter how deep your afflictions may be, always remember that through Jesus Christ, you and I can do all things. The world is going through a very trying times. There is no denying that there are challenging times ahead also. Some of you have lost your means of livelihood and some are yet to do so. Others have lost their loved ones and are pained but do not let your heart be troubled because it is for your sake that Jesus Christ overcame the world. The Bible tells us in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 24, the one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. Friends, we can trust this God I assure you that no matter what happened, trust in God and He is faithful to fulfill His promises. He never comes late. As I close today, let me remind you once again that there is a reason for the trials that comes your ways. You may not understand it now but it doesn't matter so long as you place all your trust in God and not rely on yourselves. It is easy to massage your ego and make you feel good about superficial Christianity, but such theology is meaningless and only lasts for the moment. To make heaven which I believe is a primary goal for every child of God, you need the experience of authentic Christianity that comes with knowing Jesus Christ and the fellowship of his suffering. Have a good courage in distress and God bless you. Let us pray again. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this time again. Thank you for all those 
who have listened to this podcast. Thank you for those who will be listening to this podcast. I pray God that you bring comfort through this podcast to the people who listen. Lord, that together we will know and we will have the confidence that you love us so much not to abandon us in the time of distress. And we thank you, King of Glory, knowing fully, Lord, that all the afflictions, all the troubles and trials that we are having today are going to translate into testimony to our faith in you. And all of this, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and soon coming King. Amen. For listening to the Numa podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.